Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Hour number two coming up here on a Monday night. In just a moment, we will um, reintroduce you to the sheriff of Bristol County, Tom Hudson. The um, reason we are asking the sheriff to join us tonight, he's very kind to um, give us his time, is to um, put before you what seems to me to be somewhat of um, an inconsistency in how our great and general court, and specifically I'm talking about the Massachusetts House of Representatives, they are... Uh, working on a budget that's just short of $50 million, be the largest budget in the state's history. And as part of the budget proposal from the governor this year, um, he's recommended a bunch of tax breaks. These are what you call tax breaks for wealthy people. For example, low-income earners, people um, who now currently begin to pay the state's 5% income tax from anywhere from eight to twelve thousand dollars for single, well, for eight thousand dollars, they would basically eliminate the state income tax for anyone who earns less than twelve thousand four hundred dollars. If you happen to be filing jointly, um, you're in currently currently you're not responsible for the first sixteen thousand four hundred dollars that you earn. But if a couple um, are filing jointly, uh, they would raise the um, the the barrier, I guess, or the threshold from 16400 to 24800 which means that for folks in that category, they're going to get a tax break, okay? Um, if for heads of households, they would raise it, currently it's at $14,400, they'd raise it to $18,650, okay? Um, this would eliminate, if this was approved, any taxes, any state income taxes for 230,000 Massachusetts residents. Now, for low-income seniors, for seniors over the age of 65 who make less than $63,000 a year, or for $93,000 for married couples, uh, the governor would double a refundable tax credit that they can claim on their property taxes from $1,170 to $2,340. Now, they, this may not seem like a lot of money, but it, it, it makes a difference. Renters currently currently can deduct 50% of their annual rent up to $3,000. Under the governor's proposal, that cap would be raised to $5,000. So that would mean someone who would be paying, I don't know, $1,000 a month for rent, they'd be able to... Um, uh, claim on their property taxes, dub, they would double a refundable credit they could claim on their property taxes um, by about $800. I mean, th this all, I think, is good stuff for people at the lower end. Renters, um, renters and low-income seniors and low-income earners, for parents, there would be an increase uh, for kids under the age of 12 or disabled dependent of an elderly uh, parent, elderly dependent, um, there would be um, 
uh, a cut in the state's capital gains tax um, from 12 to 5%. And there are a lot of older people in this Commonwealth who do earn some money by selling their stocks. Uh, bottom line, the governor's office estimated that the tax breaks that would be u- be utilized would save um, w- would save individuals $700 million. Now, right now, the state's rainy day fund is close to $5 billion. Um, Massachusetts is doing very well. But to rub salt into the wound, and this is why we have Sheriff Hodson here, um, to, to rub salt into the wounds in the state repres- in the, the state house proposal, not only do they eliminate the governor's tax breaks for, again, folks at the bottom end, for the most part, at the bottom end of the economic ladder, but they throw $20 million in there so prisoners and their families can make free telephone calls. Which brings us to Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hodson. Sheriff Hodson, welcome back to Nightside. How are you? Dan, I'm great. It's great to be on with you again. Would you co- like to comment on the priorities of our great and general court, specifically the House of Representatives, that w- w- is is hesitant to give any tax break to low-income earners, but is willing to throw twenty million dollars into the into the pool for inmates to have free phone calls? You know, Dan, this is this is not surprising with the uh, the legislature basically suggesting, and we've seen it. We've seen this going on across the country, where the the people who are contributing the most or, or following the rules in society are the ones that end up picking up the bill. They end up they're no they're no longer the people that get the benefits. It's the people uh, like these people who who make bad decisions end up you know being incarcerated at the hands of judges' rulings, and ultimately cost the taxpayers more money because they're in prison. Now that they've given up the privileges that people on the outside have and they would have had, they now expect, these legislators now expect, that the people who should be benefiting, that they should represent and give these benefits to, like the governor is suggesting, not be given those things. And in addition, give them to the people who are the criminals but are now, in their minds, considered to be the victims. And this is what's wrong not only in Massachusetts, but across the country. Uh, they have flipped the, the responsibilities of government to be toward those who, who do the least and contribute the least and cost the taxpayers more and put a bigger burden on the taxpayer. And it's time that this ends. They need to focus on the people that they were sworn uh, to represent and uh, take care of. And the governor had it right. Unfortunately, this legislature... Um, has has taken that liberal view of let's let's make the people who are who are costing the law-abiding citizens more and more money and give them these phone calls for free. Look, there's nothing wrong with the, the people; their families don't have to pay for them to make those phone calls. It's a choice that they make. But why should the why should the people who are victimized by these same criminals have to over and above pay for the rising cost of prisons now pay for their phone calls are they willing are they willing to set up a fund for college students who are also away from their parents who have made good choices and gone to college are they going to give them money for free phone calls i don't think so it's unbelievable um look i i, I want to talk more about this you uh, but i had to set this up i wanted people to understand that 
you know, governor's ba- Governor Baker's proposal of seven hundred million dollars in tax cuts are not for the most wealthy um, w- w- people in Massachusetts. Uh, these are really directed at folks who are at the bottom end of the economic ladder. So the legislature is not making a choice between twenty million for free prisoner phone calls and and tax relief for wealthy. Massachusetts residents, they're choosing between $20 million for prison inmates to make free phone calls with some benefits for seniors uh, and for low, low earners to help people have to have a few extra dollars in their pocket, which maybe they would uh, put into the, into the economy. So it's just, uh, I think the the, the House of Representatives should be ashamed of themselves on this one. And uh, we're going to do, if Tom, uh, Sheriff Tom Hodgson, if it's okay, we'll break down uh, when we get back how it works now. Because prison inmates do get, is it, I think, 10 minutes a week, I think, of free telephone use. And then they can right. make, collect phone calls. Um, there have been prison inmates who have tried to call me collect. <laughs> Somehow right. my name right. gets on their on their pin list. We'll get you to explain that, and we'll take some phone calls. If you'd like to talk to Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hudson, 617-254-1030, Sheriff Hudson is up for re-election this November. If any of you know anything about Tom Hudson, I think you might want to call in and um, and encourage him. Uh, he, I'm not sure if he's the longest-serving sheriff in Massachusetts, but he certainly seems to be uh, I think one of the most effective, if not the most effective, along with Lou Evangelides um, and and Steve Tompkins, who does a great job in Boston as well. Those are my through my three favorite sheriffs, and I hope some of you join the conversation. Back on Nightside with Tom Hudson, Bristol County Sheriff. Right after this. Now back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. My guest is Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hudson. Sheriff, how does it work now that um, someone's an inmate in your facility or in any other facility around the Commonwealth? Uh, what ability do they have uh, to use, and what ability do they have even to have access to a telephone to call out of the um, uh, the, the location where they're incarcerated? Well, they have regular access to a phone uh, because when they have time out of cell, they can they can call their their family members uh, and speak to them. The, we were giving 10 minutes because of COVID. We allowed it to be Friday to, for each inmate to get 10 minutes of a free phone call uh, because they couldn't have visits. Once visits start, of course, they'll be back to taking on that responsibility. And keep in mind too, Dan, that these individuals, many of these inmates come in with, with hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars they put in their canteen account. So to suggest that we should pick up the burden, the taxpayer, and, and deny people whether it's the low-income benefits that the governor is going to give or not, um, and and we've, and push that over to to the people who made bad choices and were in jail, um, they why should we? Pay, they've got money to pay for their own bills. Why are we picking up the bill uh, for their phone calls, particularly since they made a choice to lose that privilege when they when they came to jail? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you you commit a crime, or if you're in jail and you can't make bail, or if you, if you're in jail for having, if you're in prison for having been convicted of a crime, so what I what I just want to understand now is that so someone goes in and they want to talk to their parents or their girlfriend or their lawyer or whatever. Uh, as I understand it, they have the ability to make a collect phone call, correct? That's correct. 
They can do that, yes. All right. So therefore, if, and I've had inmates <laughs> call me somehow at WBZ, it'll be, can you get a collect phone call uh, from so-and-so? And I have no idea, but, but generally I think there's a little bit of a warning. This is a phone call from a Massachusetts correctional facility. Um, right. And and I you know there were some some inmates that I advocated for while I was on television and I think that that is probably what led um, led to the to the phone calls but that's neither here nor there. Um, Twenty million dollars. <laughs> I mean, how much of a of a burden will that be placed upon you if this remains part of the budget? If the governor doesn't veto this, uh, or if the veto is overridden. What will they do? They'll say, we have X numbers of jails and prisons, and this is the population, so they're going to say to you, okay, out of the 20 million, Sheriff Hudson, you're responsible for $750,000, and you have to allocate it amongst the inmates? I mean, what sort of a burden would this put on you from a practical point of view? Who gets the free phone calls? Who doesn't get the free phones? How, how many free, fo- free phone call minutes do I get a month, and how many does my cellmate get a month? That's got to be a nightmare for you. Well, there's no question it's going to be a nightmare. It's a whole logistical thing. But, you know, I will tell you, uh, this is consistent with a lot of the things that the legislature does. They They just make these decisions on the outside for what they think is, is politically beneficial for them um, without ever understanding and asking questions of the sheriffs on the inside what this kind of a burden it would put on us. You know, you have to you have to then decide, okay, how many people are coming in, how many phone calls would each get, and dividing up whatever that amount of money is. And, um, and we're already dealing with COVID and having to deal with the protocols involving that, which gives our staff a lot of extra effort and, and um, responsibilities. Now you're going to put this on top of them as well. Uh, it's just it, it's it's just dead wrong. Not only from from the standpoint of the management side of it, but this idea of even allocating the money. You know, the money that's used for getting the twenty million. When these inmates make these phone calls, people are saying, "Oh, the sheriffs are making money on it." No, we're not. Every bit of that money goes back into inmate good and inmate programs and also to make sure the infrastructure of the phones can continue so the taxpayers don't have to pay that burden. Why should they have to pick that up? Yeah, well, it's just amazing to me because so I'm an inmate. I get on the phone. I mean, if I want to stay on the phone half the day, who's going to stop me? I mean, it's going to come up to your the, the, the responsibility of your staff to walk over to me and say, hey, bud. You know, you, you you need to finish up your phone call. And now what's going to happen then, since I'm not paying for it, uh, I'm an in, inmate, I'm going to probably look at you and say, I, I'm on my phone call. I'm on my phone call. Don't interrupt me. You're listening to my phone call. You're going to have lawsuits galore over this stuff, Sheriff. Some, something, another problem to look forward to. Yeah, they're they're actually um, limited because there's a number of people in the unit that, have, that will want to make phone calls, but they only have the time that they're out of cell that they could actually make those calls. So, but, but your point is, is a good one. It, this is, this is a logistical nightmare. And again, if people ask the question first, these legislators, before they go decide to pass these bills and do things that they think are fixing things and they're not, they're actually making more difficult. uh, We wouldn't run into these, these problems, but yeah, this has been a consistent thing with the legislature for a long time on a lot of issues inside our prisons. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is that that, that, that let's say that you you have been given, however, you know, hundred thousand dollars, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. How do you allocate that? I mean, what what sort of an algorithm 
what sort of a um, algebraic process do you have to come up with so that the prisoners think it's fair and you're not giving one prisoner more time than another and then I'm just looking at these these imaginations where you won't be able to listen to these phone calls and if, if your guard goes over and says to someone hey you've been on there for 20 minutes time to wrap it up I could see that resulting in an altercation which is ex- which is exactly what you don't want inside a inside a prison it just seems to me to be crazy for the legislature to impose yet another burden on the sheriffs irrespective of whether democrats or republicans tom hudson right i agree with that and i and i think that's exactly right i think you know it does create these burdens i mean our staff are already stressed every every sheriff's office on commonwealth is short-staffed because of covid and all these other things now that have weighed in on people the anti-police stuff and people just don't want to do it anymore so you, you, we're already they're already stressed out trying to just you know work double shifts and keep things going now you're going to add this on top of it uh without even asking questions of us as to what is going on and how will this work it makes no sense and it it creates more problems and and it doesn't solve anything uh and certainly on the end of of, uh, the correction side but it, it creates more problems with regards to the things you were talking about earlier which is the people who really need it on the outside who haven't gone to jail uh, we ought to be, be looking to help them as well. Yeah, well, clearly the legis- those, in terms of a, an order of priorities, the average person, and particularly somebody who's at the lower end of the economic ladder, um, they're, making, they're making those folks pay, uh, pay taxes, and they don't want to give them a break. That's what, that is the fallacy here, that that, that $20 million uh, should, should be used to give people a tax break, particularly when you have nearly $5 billion in a rainy day fund. My guest is Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hudson. Let's get a few phone calls, okay? So we're going to take a quick break, Sheriff. We'll be back to you right after the um, the 9.30 news here at the bottom of the hour. It's 9.29. If you'd like to talk to Tom Hudson, uh, he is a, um, a sheriff. He's been sheriff in Bristol County close to 20 years at this point, or am I wrong on that? How, how far off am I? 25. 25. Look at that. I shortcut. I short, <laughs> shorted you five years. A quarter of a century. Uh, <laughs> and stood for election. He'll be standing for election this November as well. Love to hear from some of your constituents along the way. 617-254-1030-888-929-1030. And the other line that is often available, 617-931-1030. If you think that prison inmates in Massachusetts should get $20 million worth of free telephone calls on the taxpayer, okay. And if you think they should get the $20 million calls, free free phone calls for the prison inmates, but to heck with the people at the lower end of the economic ladder. No tax break for them. I would love to hear from you. We're coming, and so would Tom Watson. We're coming back on Nightside. You're on Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. All right, let's go to the phones. My guest is Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hodson. We're talking about a move by the legislature, one, to deprive low-income earners people who are out working for a living, low-income earners, people who are working 40 hours a week, anyone, you know, making in the vicinity of, you know, $12,000 for a single person, $24,000 for a um, a couple, heads of households, $18,000 for low-income seniors, a tax break for renters in Massachusetts, 
tax break um, for um, people who are taking care of uh, dependent uh, children, children under the age of 12 or disabled dependent or an elderly dependent over the age of 65, uh, as well as investors. And there are a lot of people at the lower end of the spectrum who do um, sell their their um, their accounts, um, their investments, uh, and they have to pay a capital gains tax uh, on the sale of their stock or their bonds. This was this was just not even considered, in my opinion, by the legislature, by specifically the House of Representatives, and they want to give twenty million dollars, twenty million dollars for prison inmates to make free phone calls. Uh, where do we live, folks? Tony in Cambridge. Tony, you were in first this hour on Nice Eye with Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hudson. Go ahead, Tony. How you doing, Mr. Hudson? Hi, how are you? Can you hear me? Yep, not we, we got bad. you. Go right, go right ahead, Tony. Dan, I don't mind. I just want to go off just a little bit off, off key. Now, I understand I've been locked up half my life, learned my lesson. I'd be scared to death to go to Sheriff Hodges' jail because I heard it's horrible. Not not horrible where it's bad for the people. It's just, I mean, it's it's you know rules. I mean, it's you know it's life, you know. But I got I just want to ask one thing. I mean, we're talking about phone calls and and money and all that. What about when you drive down the highway at night or in the daytime and you see a sheriff's van on the highway doing a detail that's sleeping in the van? I mean, these guys, they're making three, four draws. Well, well, here's the deal, Tony. Okay, here's the deal. First of of all, Tony, any um, police officer who is caught sleeping in a van, his picture or her picture is probably going to be in the front page of the newspaper a couple days later. So there's a real disincentive for for police officers. Drive down the highway all the time, and you just see the cops sitting there. I mean, they're making their paychecks. Well, wait a second, wait a second. You're talking about them sitting there on detail? You talk, you you seem to suggest they were sleeping. I mean, if you catch one sleeping, Tony, Tony, if if you catch one, if you catch one sleeping, and that's not what I I I, I'm going to finish this with you. If if you catch one sleeping, Tony, 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 you want to have a conversation, and do you want to interrupt me? What's your, what's your choice, Tony? You want a conversation, or do you want me to hang up on you? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 
That's joinmidi.com. Your choice, Tony. He hung up. You betcha. Didn't want to deal in a conversation. Um, so there's a guy who spent half his life in the can. <laughs> Those guys must drive you crazy, Sheriff Hobson. Hodgson. Well, you know, you know, Dan. If if there is a situation like that, uh, not I don't know any sheriff that would think that that would be okay, and and someone should report it if that's the case. But if, if that is not the common uh, situation that occurs, the officers that are out there on these road details are probably working overtime, and they're doing the job to keep people safe. That if there was a, a circumstance where that happened, you could find a a watch guard that could fall asleep at a bank or somewhere else, but that's not the normal thing that happens. And if it does happen, somebody falls short of our standards, well, then people should report that. We have systems in place to deal with it and to deal with that particular person if that that was what happened. But um, to suggest that that's something that's an ongoing problem, I've never seen. I've not seen it. And of I don't course, know of anyone look, else any did. any trooper. There have been more troopers. Um, who have uh, who have faced the music in Massachusetts in recent years? I mean, being a police officer, there's never been a, probably a tougher time uh, to be a police officer, in my opinion, um, in the last ten years. Uh, that right. the rules have tightened up on them, and if you get some police officer who's caught sleeping on a detail, snap a picture and send it to the Herald. Snap a picture and send it to the Globe if that's what you want to do. But I love Tony. Tony's never been in your in your facility, but he doesn't want to go there because it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, that's I'm not what, pleased about that because at least the, I, I have a sense he probably won't want to commit a crime in Bristol County. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. And again, this is a guy who, you know, I wanted I gave him plenty of opportunity to make whatever point he wanted to, but he didn't want to engage in a conversation. He just wanted to make a speech. And I got to tell you, when somebody wants to go off topic and I have a guest, my uh, they're on a much shorter leash. Uh if you want to join the conversation, feel free. Let's go to Sandy in West Roxbury. Sandy, you're on with Sheriff uh Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hudson. Go ahead, Sandy. Hi. I'll keep this short and sweet. I just want to say it's so nice to talk to somebody who has common sense. <laughs> there are so few people in this world of common sense. <laughs> and uh, I personally have never seen a cop sleeping. Um, all the cops I've ever seen have been extremely hardworking. But um, that's neither here nor there. Well, again, that's, that's, that's not the subject for tonight. I, I gave Tony, which, of course, is always I the know. mistake that I make. When someone says, well, I want to go off topic, I should basically hang up on him and say, you're not off topic. I like to be generous to my listeners yeah, and give them are. an opportunity. Um, and then with someone like Tony, you got to snap at him and you got to tell him, look, you're, if you're going to call this show and you're going to try to go off topic, we're going to have a conversation at a minimum if I'm going to let you off topic. And you're not going to make a speech and, and basically indict every police officer who's ever worked the detail in Massachusetts, Sandy. That's <laughs> and this know. is from a guy who he spent half his life in the in the can. Yeah. He <laughs> had an axe to grind. But Sheriff Hodgson, I just think it's wonderful what you do and, and that you just have common sense. <laughs> you know? Okay. I mean right is right. I mean they were braised, but right basically right is right and wrong is wrong. And well, um well, Sheriff Hodgson gets more than his share 
of criticism. There's certain, um, you know, quote unquote, editorial writers at the Boston Globe who, oh, I know, who who want to want to write a negative column on him. It, it really gets quite personal, uh, Tom, in that they decide, you know, they're going to go after you on 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 anything they can they can drum up. So it's nice to hear from someone like Sandy to actually say something. Obviously, the the voters in your in Bristol County think you're doing quite a job to have. Uh, returned you to office this many times. Well, I'm I'm blessed, and and you know, to Sandy's point, you know, um, I've always believed in just, and I think because most people do, stick with the, the baseline understanding of why I'm here. And and she said it: it what's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong. But unfortunately, there are too many people now who think what's wrong is right, and that's the way it ought to be. And 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 kudos to Sandy for for cutting to the chase on it because that's exactly what is wrong in our country right now and what's wrong in society is people have sort of allowed those who are doing the wrong things to sort of be elevated as though it's somebody else's problem they made those bad choices and um, but she's right what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong and my job when i took over which is what i've always believed in is to stand up for the rule of law if the laws change and then i'll follow those laws but in the meantime um, people have to abide by the laws, and if they can't, they have to be held accountable. That's just that's that's the only way the underpinnings of our society are based are, are really about that, so that we can have, you know, the democracy and the freedoms that we should have, and fairly applied. But and by the by the way, <laughs> by by the way, Sandy, I don't know if if you or Sheriff Hudson listened to my nine o'clock hour on Thursday night last week. There's no reporter in Boston, uh, I think, that has gone oh, to bat did, for, yes. for more prison inmates who I felt were innocent, including Joe Salvati and Peter Lamoni and Fred Weichel, Tom Kuntz, and, or, or deserved, uh, deserved some, um, some consideration. Uh, Tom, I had a fellow on who had sent me letters from various federal prisons yeah, for about good. 12 or 15 years. His name is Francis Morgan. He's an admitted bank robber. He robbed 22 banks. No one was ever hurt, never carried a gun, never carried a knife or anything like that. Um, was uh, eventually caught. It's an interesting story how he was caught. He was not caught during a bank robbery, but he was caught. Um, he would write these really well-written, well-reasoned letters to me, and I was really impressed with him, and he called me a couple of months. He paid his, paid his debt, and I had him on Thursday night. Uh, and the point that he made was, yeah, crime can pay in the short run, but eventually, eventually, crime will catch up with you. Um, and it was a poignant message, particularly for young people who are thinking about it, uh, about you know doing something as as crazy as robbing banks. I mean, that's you, know, you 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 go in to rob a bank, and all of a sudden you realize there's a police without a gun. You realize there's a police officer with a gun. Your bank robbing career is over. Anybody who hasn't had a chance to listen to Nightside on Demand, just go to nightsideondemand.com and go back and listen to uh, to Thursday night. You heard the interview, Sandy, I think you said? Oh, yes, I did, yes. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good interview, wasn't it? I just have a question. Yeah. You started out by calling him Frank, and then he corrected you. Did he sign his letters to you, Frank or Francis? Nope. No, no, no. He signed him Francis. Um, oh, and, he did? Oh, okay. You know, and, and it was a slip of the tongue, and um, he insisted that... 
that that you know that his name is Francis. Um, okay, I, the way you did that, I just thought that that's how you would have been corresponding. No, and then, no, I mean you know, okay. you know, Sheriff Hobson's. I've always known Sheriff Hodson as Tom, but his formal name, I'm sure, is Thomas. And um, so, uh, I look whatever someone wants to be called, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Sandy, thank you very much for your call. Oh, well, thank you both um, for common sense. <laughs> Take care. Bye bye. Right. Sheriff, Sheriff Hudson, if you can stick with us for one more segment, like to uh, get a couple more callers in at least. Um, also, like sure. to find out um, uh, how people can support you. Um, uh, you 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 got to you got to run for political office down there. Sheriff uh, is a is a political office here in Massachusetts as well as a law enforcement office, and so I assume there might be a way that listeners could could contact you. We'll get that in um, at the end of next break, at the end of the next segment. All right. Great, thanks. Look forward to it. Our pleasure. My guest, Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hudson, if you'd like to ask a question, what we're talking about is a piece of the of money in the state legislature. It's twenty million dollars. Twenty million dollars. Who pays for your phone calls, folks? Do you pay for your phone calls? Or does the state pay for your phone calls? Uh I think that 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 this is twenty million dollars that is absolutely being misallocated feel free to join the conversation if you disagree and you want to have a conversation about this that would be great 617-254-1030 888-929-1030 and the lines that are both wide open right now don't tell anybody 617-931-1030 now back to dan ray live from the window world nightside studios on wbz news radio back to the phones we go going to go next to Joe and Lynn. Hey, Joe, welcome. Next on Nightside. Hey, Dan. How you doing? Good, that sir. was interesting with Tony. You you gave him a chance. You always give me a chance. If I mention something quickly, then we go back to the other topic. Yeah, you right. know? He wanted to make a speech it. of some sort, and he wanted yeah, to I do indict police. Say hi to Sheriff Hodson. Go hey, right ahead, Sheriff, Joe. Sheriff, how you doing? And I just wanted to mention, hi, Dan, uh, uh, the, the mask mandate. You may discuss that later. That we may. Yep, it's okay. been uh, stricken by a, a judge. Uh, in yep. federal judge in Florida, but what's what's your question or comment for the okay. sheriff? Okay, I'm on that sheriff. Um, my comment is on this money. Some what about? Is there a way they could do it for people that don't have a lot of money for phone calls? I know what you're saying. Uh, some people have the money and they can pay for them. But let's say someone like me or someone wound up in jail, which I shouldn't have. But you never know what goes on today. Isn't there a way it, this this could be handled? So I guess it would involve more paperwork, you know, the person's income and stuff like that. Well, I think that's a reasonable that? suggestion, Joe, that if somebody is in there for the first time and, Sheriff, um, what do you, what money, do you think yeah. about something like that, someone who's in there for the first time and is, you know, if, if they limited it to somebody who really was in need and someone who was in there, you know, never had been convicted of something previously. Yeah. That's why I asked. Yeah. I'm a reasonable yeah. person. Okay, let, let's see what he, let's see what the Sheriff yeah. says. Yeah. The, the 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 problem you run into with that is number one the the logistics of it you know the the, the monitoring of how, how you how do you do that number one if you also get other inmates that then all of a sudden our our environment is always a very sensitive one other inmates start saying well I should get a free phone call if you're going to give it to one you need to give gotcha. it to the other okay. I don't care and, and now now you could have you could have a serious uh, well, what's, what's your way to handle this? Some of us don't have the money, and some people can't take collect calls. Stay out of yeah. trouble, Joe. Stay, well, stay. well, yeah, well, I that, know, but I mean, <laughs> sometimes yeah, things happen. I mean, I, I guess the same way I, I would say, Joe, and I, I, I mean this, I hear your point. I'm not saying it's it's a bad point. 
um, because we all understand that some people don't have money. But I would also, and I said this to Dan earlier and the listeners, what about what about the kids in college who have never done the wrong thing and did the right thing, never got ended up in jail, or in college away from home, their parents can't afford really for them to be making these long-distance calls home, and they can't afford it either because they're at school studying and they can't get a job. What, what about them? And, and do we say to them, you know what, you, you just do without? I mean, maybe we have to put limits on everybody's phone calls unless you're you're absolutely paying for it you have money i don't know but yeah. all right joe you raised the question i think we got to go to answer i got full Good. line so i want to get to a couple Thanks. more okay Take care great Bye-bye. thank you joe appreciate it. talk to you soon well, let me go to scott and quincy scott next on nights i was sheriff tom hudson go right ahead well dan uh sheriff great show uh, you know phone call wise you know given the amount of purchasing power the state has with the telecom companies. You know, the telecom companies should really just put, you know, free phones in these jails. It should be a negotiated deal. Uh, you <laughs> how know, about really. free phone? Well, Sheriff mentioned, how about free phone calls for kids who are going to college away from home? How about that? How about free uh, phone calls for military personnel? What, what's the focus on inmates? I Scott? agree on the military base too. But what I would say is, uh, you know, Whenever we talk about crime and punishment, the thing you always I always think about when I listen to your show on such nights is, you know, we talk about this, but then you have to stop and think to yourself, any one of us could be driving our car home late at night, and in a moment of, you know, inattention, you could inadvertently kill someone and be on the wrong side of the law and in one of these facilities. So we always have to think, you know, it could be me on so the So we gotta gotta always bars. think in, in the unlikely event that you're gonna kill somebody, we gotta think about free phone calls. Okay, fair enough. I follow that logic, Scott. Thank you very much. And then one last quick thing for the uh, I got two other sheriff, calls, Scott, I'd like to get in if you don't mind, okay? All right, Dan. Thank you. Everybody you called late, so I'm not penalizing you, but I'm I'm tr- gonna do my darndest to get everybody in for the sheriff, okay? Thanks. Well, let me go to Andy in Freetown. Andy on with Sheriff Tom Hudson. Go right ahead. Yes, uh, Sheriff Hudson, um, I'm a great fan of yours. I moved to Freetown uh, six years ago, and I'm pleased to be in Bristol County. I absolutely want to know where I can get a lawn sign, and I've tried to donate to you uh, looking on your website, and I couldn't find a clear link where maybe I could drop off a check for your reelection campaign because I'm absolutely interested in it. This is the call you've been waiting for, Tom Hudson. Go right ahead. How can folks get in touch with your uh, your election campaign? How how can we help yeah, Andy? If you go, if you go to www.sheriffthomhodgson.com, you'll you'll it'll take you to some sites that you can see what we're doing and also the kinds of things you're talking about. I appreciate your support. It means the it means the world to me, obviously, and um, I'm grateful uh, uh, that you. Uh, are, are supportive of what we're doing. So it's simply Sheriff, S-H-E-R-I-F-F, Tom Hodson, H-O-D-G-S-O-N.com. That's okay, right. I got that. And I, I want you to know that every time I call my rep, uh, last time, I think two years ago, when uh, this illegal alien free license nonsense comes up, all you get bombarded with is coupons for maybe something off your electric bill. I ask for their voting records. They won't give you any information when you call your rep. My rep now is Auchincloss. I have not spoken to him, but I don't expect any better treatment from him than any other Massachusetts legislator. 
Well, you got to also yeah, worry about those state reps too, because the the group that's that we're talking about tonight are the state reps. Okay. Well, I, well, that's uh, I'm sorry, but that's when I no, but I'm, no, I'm just saying that that. The, those it's tough. It's tough to to take out a, a member of Congress because it's such a big district. But you know, state reps and state senators; those are off, awfully important. Those are the ones that make all the money decisions. That like what we're talking about tonight, Andy. So just I encourage right. people to to find out how their their state reps are voting, and whether or not you agree with them. Simple as that. I'm going to try to get one more in, Andy, if that's okay. Right. Very good. Thank you very much. Thank Ian. you. Let me get Suzanne. You, Suzanne, I got about a minute for you. You've called late. You go. You go right ahead. You're on with Sheriff Tom Hudson. Good evening, Sheriff. Uh, I have uh, not spent all my adult life in liberal Massachusetts, but I do pay taxes. I take a few deductions. Uh, Twenty million dollars for prisoners to make phone calls is absurd. Let them serve their time. If they did wrong or right, they're in jail. Maybe they could have a visit from their wife or girlfriend once a month. Okay. But otherwise, I commend you for standing up for what's right. I, I don't know if they allow conjugal visits down there in Bristol County. What's the status of those? Those were quite popular for a while, Sheriff. <laughs> no, we do, we don't. Not only do we not do conjugal visits, we don't do contact visits because uh, people would be even with children, they would be putting drugs in diapers and yep. and uh, when they got contact with the person, they would they would pass them off. So you know, if I can't keep people in prison away from drugs that have drug issues, then why are we doing this? And 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 so I I have um, I have screened visits. Uh, they can. They can look at the person. They're right across from them, but it's uh, it's plexiglass, and you can't uh, you yeah. can't violate the security. Well, that, that's one of the reasons that that um, the, the collection of um, uh, uh, editorial writers at the Globe from New Zealand don't like you. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, and that's okay. Uh, I'm proud of that. It's, yeah, uh, you should I, be, I Suzanne. Thank you, Suzanne. I got to let you go. Thank you very much. I couldn't ha I couldn't help but take that charge. Yeah. <laughs> You'll probably pay for it, but. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, Twenty-five years of it. It's a, it's a, and I grew up in a big family, thirteen kids. So I say it's like being around my dining room table all over again. All right, Tom Hodson. Thanks very much. It's Sheriff Tom Hodson. H O D G S O N dot com. Like your style, um, and and we'll have you back. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Dan. Thanks to you and the listeners. God bless. All right. Thanks very much. We'll be back on the other side, and we're going to talk about. Another blast from the past, Noam Chomsky, who wants the Ukrainians to surrender to Russia. Such a libertarian guy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.